Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter on Revolver. of Hashtag No Filter. Today's guest is a very special one. Her name is Lili Saduki, and you more than likely know who she is, and you very well might have one of her headbands because they are... I said to her, these are like iconic headbands now. I mean, you know when it's a Lili Saduki headband. Um, but anyway, there's so much more to Lili than beyond than just the headbands. She actually, I didn't know this, she actually worked for Rebecca Taylor, J. Crew, Tori Birch. I mean, she's had such a career in the fashion industry. And she launched her namesake jewelry collection, Lili Saduki, in 2012. And it was just jewelry. And now, of course, it's expanded to so much more. And I mean, now they have, you know, of course, headbands and hair jewels, sunglasses, so on and so forth. And she is just such an incredible woman. So sweet, so smart. And it was so much fun talking to her. And I know a lot of you are very excited about it because I got DMs that you guys are really excited about it and that you were wearing a Lili Saduki headband in that moment. So I can't wait for you to hear this episode. We talk all about her company, how it got started, what she's learned along the way, and how it's been running a business during the COVID-19 crisis. Uh, So it's a very good episode, very interesting and very fun. So without further ado, here's episode 73 of Hashtag No Filter with Lili Saduki. Welcome, Lili. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you. And I'm excited to be here as well. This is great. So before we get started, I want, before, you know, I ask all the great questions first, how are you doing during all this craziness? If it, how, how has it been for you? Uh, it is just surreal. It's, yeah. you know, nothing that I think any of us ever anticipated we'd be in this scenario. Mm-hmm. And I actually have been so consumed with just work and kids that I haven't really focused on what's happening around me, which I think is a bit of a blessing because I've right. been just so busy um, having a million conferences call, conference calls with my team and with my kids. And uh, we were lucky to, we, j- we drove outside of the city. We live in New York uh-huh. and we drove out to the first place that it was a bit warm out. So we drove about 10 hours out to South Carolina, oh. got a house nice. um, next to some water and we got our own little pool. So oh, we just good. are contained ourselves somewhere super warm and um, a bit isolated. So the kids are having fun and I'm able to have this call with you right now on the on the back patio porch oh 
That's so nice. Oh, that's so great. So I want to talk about, of course, lots of questions, but I want to first start. I'm pretty sure everyone listening knows who you are, but in case there's anyone that's been living under a rock, can you give a little Uh background about how you got where you are today? Just a little, like your synopsis, a little life story in a nutshell. Absolutely. I think one of the first questions is people say, how do you say your name? And so um, I will start with that. Yeah. So it's it's Lily Sabuki. And my parents and my family, my sisters have always called me Lily growing up. My name's Lisa, so Mm -hmm. I always go by Lily. And Sadugi is my married name, so I kind of got into that. And um, how I started, I've always done something creative growing up. I actually studied advertising and went uh, from Dallas originally. Mm -hmm. And after that, after school, I moved to L.A. for a few years, and my, my biggest piece of advice that I tell people is work for a really small company Mm. because if you're not sure exactly what you want to do you can be a jack of all trades and so I was helping to do everything from from press to production to design to trafficking to PR doing line sheets you know a million different things and uh, then I when I moved to New York in 2002 I was at Rebecca Taylor for many years Mm. and designed trims which I now realize I use so much in my business today. So doing all the buttons and ribbons and bows and right. you know lace trims and things like that. And after that is when I started to do jewelry. And jewelry's when I first started my company. Right. But I had the opportunity to go to through launch the jewelry. So if any of you have ever bought anything before 2012, um, that was me. I was there for a long time. So cool. Uh-huh. And uh, then I was starting my line, also designed for Tory Burch for a bit for jewelry. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I got started. But I, I will say that the biggest education was really working for these big corporate companies in addition to a small company when I first started right. and figuring out what I wanted to do. So by the time I started my own business, I just, I feel like I had a bit of a leg up in right. experience. Right. So did you know growing up, like before you had these jobs, before college, that you wanted to to be a jewelry and accessories designer? Did you know this was what you wanted to go into or, or not at all? Not at all. Not and at I wouldn't all. even I wouldn't even just say jewelry accessories. That's just what I do today. Right. But I would say I always wanted to be a designer. Got it. And growing up, I did a lot of visual arts, you know, drawing, painting. I did a lot of photography. And then I thought, what am I going to do with a fine arts degree? So I did advertising, but I didn't really love it. And so immediately after school, I just thought I want to get into fashion and I was super proactive and I just went out there and went on the ground, called people, got a job. This is back when I was faxing resumes before you emailed them and just figured it out. So um, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but I wanted to make things. Right. Wow. So what inspired you ultimately to launch your own line or your own brand? When, what, like, was there a light bulb moment or just over time? It was, it was something you knew you wanted to eventually do. You know, I got into when I moved to New York and when I was at Rebecca Taylor, I was first doing pattern making and clothing. And then Mm -hmm. I got into trims and it was a completely different mindset from apparel. And I really enjoyed it. I really loved um, how tactile like little components are and building and creating. Um, it's a very different way of thinking than, for instance, draping and right. seaming and sewing and all that. And I just, I, I really liked it a lot. And so I didn't naturally think of doing jewelry next. There was a friend and she had an opportunity 
she was working at Ipolita, who mm -hmm. back then had a private label line, mm -hmm. and they had accounts such as Banana Republic and Club Monaco and right. Anthropology and Old Navy. So I, I transitioned to jewelry, and I thought, this is what I love to do. Yeah. I love jewelry, and it was so fun, and I was just able to construct more. It's more um, kind of a, uh, like a engineering, putting things together. It's just a whole different way than clothing. Right. And so I just knew this is kind of what I want to do. Exactly. And then, and that, that's, and that's when it happened. So your headbands in particular, I have become mm -hmm. this like iconic staple in women's wardrobes and women's homes. And I mean, I, I swear, I definitely see one of your headbands on my Instagram multiple times a day. I would say like, it is so incredible that it has become, and for good reason. So what inspired you to launch headbands in particular? Like what, what took, like, was there something in particular that, that kind of had headbands take off? Okay, there was, and for me, it was almost a necessity because I had been doing jewelry forever, and I kind of feel like headbands and jeweled headbands are an extension of, of embellishing and doing accessories, so I feel like it goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I had two kids. They're 17 months apart, and I had started my line at the same time. So I was extremely busy and mm -hmm. had no time to even brush my hair. And, you know, I think at the time my kids were like two and three, which was just the pinnacle of like craziness because they weren't really in school and I was working and so much was going on that I would just grab my daughter's um, little headband that did not even fit my head. And I felt like it just made me look polished because I didn't even right. have time to do my hair. And I thought, I need, where can I find something that is elevated? Because all I could find was something on Amazon that was you know, $5 right. and it wasn't the quality that I wanted or didn't have the embellishments that I wanted. So at the same time I was developing a little Minodier, like a little jeweled clutch. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was little polka dot pearls. And I thought that would be so cute mm -hmm. on a headband. Yeah. So I asked my handbag manufacturer who's never done headbands. I'm like, let's, can we do this? Can we try this? So I, um, had the samples. I got a few things done. I ended up barely even making the bags. I probably only made like a hundred bags or right. 200 bags, but I had, I sold over like 150,000 headbands last year. Mm -hmm. So wow. it really just came out of an idea that I wanted something for myself and I couldn't find it in the market. Yeah. And so I just put it out there and usually I would only buy things if I had wholesale support that backed it up. Right. But this was like, you know what? I want to explain band categories I want to do more accessories other than just traditional jewelry yeah so let's try this so I bought a few I bought the minimum and um started wearing them started selling some and then a few months actually about eight months later this was in May of 2018 mm -hmm. and then fast forward to the shows in uh, October in Paris or in Italy Prada goes down the runway wearing all these jeweled headbands ah. and I had them in market that day and so then it was just becoming a thing like okay Prada's got it and then the editors were opening their eyes and they're like okay headbands and you know Alessandra Rich showed it and a yeah. few people and I had you know been selling them for a while and it just kind of trickled into this thing and because I had already started doing this and had been known for it and spent time doing it it just became the destination for headbands yeah one, one thing that's like super important to me is 
when you do something, you do it in a wide array and you do it the best. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of people doing headbands. They maybe they're throwing in two or three headbands and it matches some dress that they've right. already made or something. But if you go on my site, you have like 300 to choose from. I mean, so. you have done it the best. Like you, so, <laughs> I mean, you, it's, it, but people, it's really like, oh, you have a Lily headband. Oh, Lily, yeah, duh. Like it's just very, it's incredible. So how, I guess, have you, um, you know, obviously, like you just said, some sites, you know, have, yeah, five headbands, great. Obviously, there are other brands out there that, you know, might have, you mm -hmm. know, looked to you for inspiration. Does that make you feel like, oh, like, you know, flatteries or what is it? Um, uh, imit, imit, what does this say? Imitation is the best imit form of flattery. It's the best form of flattery. Yeah. How do you, yeah. you know, there are headbands that look like yours. You were the first, but how do you, how do you feel about all that? I don't think anyone has done it to the breadth that I have done it. Mm -hmm. So I, I also, I did not invent a knotted headband. Right. But were people wearing them before? You know, not, not really not in really. the fashion sense. Uh, so is it flattering? It's totally flattering. Do I see, you know, my children even look and they're like, is that a Lily headband? Or that's not a real Lily headband. Right, right, right. And, <laughs> and I'm like, just be quiet, whatever. Maybe that wasn't mine, but I can tell mine from, from far away. I can tell which ones are mine. They're, um, the, you can tell because A, the quality, they're comfortable, mm -hmm. they're everything. So, it's flattering. It's flattering. You know, I, I do think that there is a customer that aspires to get them and, you know, the jeweled ones are upwards above a hundred dollars. Right. So for those people that it is aspirational and they can go somewhere and get some kind of a jeweled version for mm -hmm. a few dollars, you know, that, that to me is flattering because they, they found that trend possibly, you know, from something that I had started. Right. Exactly. And so you, it's funny actually, cause I saw this today and I wasn't even necessarily looking for it, but I was on Instagram and I followed Lindsay Lane and Lindsay was, I think wearing some, something of yours saying, Oh, Lily sent me this, right? You, was, was that uh, yes. Yes. So yes, I saw that in the bikini in her, she is, I mean, the hottest thing ever. And, but so you work with influencers, how have, um, or, or I'm going to ask you, so do you work with influencers often and how have influencers helped grow your brand if, if that's the case and how, I guess just how has your experience been working with these great influencers, you know, around the country or world maybe? You know, I didn't really think about the product when I made it. Mm -hmm. I just made it cause I wanted it, but it is the perfect product for Instagram. Mm -hmm. It literally frames your face. Mm -hmm. People love to take selfies. It <laughs> makes your hair look done up and it's, just the easiest thing to share. Right. So when I tell you I've never paid anybody to wear anything and, you know, do I have some friends like Lindsay? I know her. Right. Do, you know, do we send some things to people who like want to do a special post? Sure. Of we course, do that. Right. But, um, she's actually really funny. She's been over to our office a couple of times yeah. and she, you know, was obviously supposed to be in the Bahamas right now, but she's I like, know. I'm just going to wear my bathing suit in my bedroom and I love do her. what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> so people like that and if they want to do something great and that actually started because um last week she did a tutorial or something where she was wearing a face mask right and she put on one of our headbands so i dm'd her and i was like great tutorial can you send us the video and she said actually i want to do a whole thing with yes. like this something that I have and I want these pink glasses and she was really specific at what she wanted to do. Yeah. So, you know, we helped her, we helped her do that. And that just kind of, I didn't know when that was going to happen, but it, it's so much of it is organic, yeah. which is so lovely because they really want to wear it. And, you know, 
we've had a lot of people like Blair ABB and right. um, Rocky Barnes yeah. and like she, Rocky like got married in our headband mm. and it, it's super exciting that all these people are uh, requesting it and they want to wear it and they're sharing it so cool. and um, we've been really really lucky with the community that we've gotten. For, for the headbands and the jewelry and that's, everything. That's amazing. And, you know, a lot, you know, talk on the lines of um, influencers, your social media, you obviously have a big social media following. How have you used social media to really grow the business, especially over the last few years where, I, you know, this algorithm is, you know, people are, you know, going crazy over the algorithm on Instagram and all this, but you've, it seems like you have a really um, engaged, loyal following. Has that just been over time or is there, do you have any like specific tips maybe for people starting out? I think that if you really make a product that people want, mm -hmm. they're going to, and you know, I'm, I was lucky to make something that not only I really believed in and I really wanted, but other people wanted to, right. You know, I, I, there's so many companies out there and they have products and they spend so much money getting it out there, but it just might not be the right thing at the right time. And I think that, half or a lot of what a designer does is doing something creating it but creating it at the right time mm -hmm. and you know it's it, it's hard to say it's hard to say what is that magic that really kind of gets it to grow but i think it's also listening to your people i mean i am crazy on instagram like all the time yeah. all day long it's probably me that's commenting on everything that's amazing and um, I get so many ideas and I, you know, I've seen like, there's so many girls like wearing face masks and then they're wearing the headband, like let's do a terry cloth one that looks like your robe and you can wear it. And we debuted that a few weeks ago. We sold out same day. It's, like we sold I out mean, in I like get five it. hours. I get it. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, today we, we, um, we had an email about this, uh, Jessamine floral lace print headband mm -hmm. we sold out. Oh my God. So, it's, it's super fun and people are, you know, can customize. They feel like they customize. We have so many styles right. that they can pick their personality. So it's really, it's really just, it's fun. It's so cool. It is so fun and it's so cool and it's happy. It just, especially now, I mean, it's like the little things ever it's, you know, putting on a headband actually like brings a smile to people's faces these days. I mean, it's, well, that's what, that's the biggest thing, what I'm trying to do now these past couple of weeks. And I thought of something called happy hour oh. where this whole week, from 5 to 7 p.m. First of all, you can join me for happy hour. I'm doing some live Instagram, which is the first time I've ever done live Instagram. How fun. Week. Figured it out. Yeah. But we picked one product from our site. We're offering it at half off from 5 to 7 every day because we want to give you something to look forward to. Yes. I love that. I, so I guess along those lines, I was going to ask you a little later, but I want to ask you now, how are you doing as a business owner, as a founder, as a leader, as a boss? How are you doing right now? And how are you managing during this, the world right now? Like how, how are you, how is it going in terms of your work? Um, well, the one benefit of having, being a smaller business is you can be very nimble mm -hmm. and you can be, you can react very quickly. Mm -hmm. And I was actually the day that we were driving down to South Carolina, I was in the car for 10 hours. I was on the phone the entire time mm -hmm. and I was telling my team, I'm like, we need to do a sale right now. And we need to put some money towards the charity and I want it to be city meals oh. and we got to do it right now and we got to get it done for tomorrow. And we did. Wow. And we were really, really quick in the game of adding charitable components, wow. um, adding a bit of a sale just to kind of get, make people feel, feel good about 
purchasing something for themselves when it's such an uncertain time. Right. And we've also hosted a bunch of giveaways. I called my friends that have other small businesses. I'm like, let's do a giveaway together. No other reason other than to just spread cheer amongst our our ladies of Lily. Right. And um, I'm actually working on another one where I want to have people tag anyone that they know that is in healthcare or lost a job or something. And we'll do a giveaway for that. So I'm just trying to think of ideas to to keep us all connected and and also the happy hour thing because I love that why not (laughs) I I mean I just love happy hour in general but I so what join me at five I think I'm going to I'm already started on my wine so are so you're still like you know full steam ahead like you're you're you know obviously you've had to pivot it sounds like a little and thinking of these other ideas but you guys are going and people are still wanting headbands and all of your I mean it's still all happening right yeah, we are. I mean, we're, we're doing an extra push for marketing to mm-hmm. really, you know, I, I think it's a very sensitive time where you want to feel like you're, you're aware of the environment around you and just your, your intentions. And my intentions are, listen, if I can make some money for charity, right. if I can make people smile and these are fun purchases, they're yeah. not, they're not essential necessary items that people need. Right. And if you need a bit of escapism and, it's a $50 headband or whatever you want to buy, then we're the people to go to. Exactly. So, you know, I think people are finding their news. They're, 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 they're doing that. And I am not an authority on that. And so if you want a bit of escapism and you want to, and I'm a big believer of when you look good, you feel good. So hundred per- I've been putting makeup on every day. I've been putting, I mean, not a lot, yeah. but concealer, mascara, blush. It just makes me feel better. Exactly. So I get up, I've been getting dressed every day, mm-hmm. putting on a headband, glasses, whatever, the whole look. And even though, you know, you might have on like athleisure wear, <laughs> yeah. but you throw up a headband and some glasses on. You just feel a little bit more fit together. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I, cause I, I've gotten DMs like, cause I've, people are like, you have a, you have a full face of makeup. I'm like, not really. I mean, I have like concealer or whatever, but it, it just makes me feel a little more human. <laughs> so. And we've gotten so many messages from people who are doing all these Zoom calls. Yeah. Where the bottom half is like pajama pants yes. and the, and the top half is something nice with a headband with a head exactly I mean really the headbands are coming in handy now more than ever <laughs> well especially now that you're not going to the salon and you right your roots and stuff oh yeah oh yeah, yeah, great. That yep. too. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what would you if you could give a piece of advice to you know any other leaders bosses founders people running businesses right now who are currently struggling you know whether it's emotionally whatever the whatever it is what what advice could you give you know how to get through this um, and we'll be right back after this quick message Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts. I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers. Back to the show. 
it, it's really hard. It's yeah. really hard because we're struggling with our partners, our wholesale partners, you know, half our business is wholesale. Yeah. And so we are trying to work together and to push our deliveries later. And that mm -hmm. hurts us too. And to, you know, change delivery dates and all that kind of stuff. And we're also thinking of what can we do to help other small boutiques right. and how can we highlight them too? So I'm doing a bunch of Instagram stickers for them next week. Oh, great. So, so, you know, it goes both ways. Whereas like, I want to work together with, you know, we have great relationships with Nordstrom's and Neiman's and mm -hmm. Saks and Bloomies and Revolve and Shop Off and all those people. And we're trying to work that out. But at the same time, you know, my little boutiques who have supported me from the very beginning. Right. And it's just, I think it's a time where we just have to work together mm -hmm. and, you know, figure something out where, where, um, we're, we're all going to like suffer a little bit just because they're all the brick and mortars closed right now. So, right. you know, obviously we're pushing all of our energy towards direct because, mm -hmm. you know, today our fulfillment center is open and they're shortening their hours a little bit, but we're super lucky that we still have this outlet. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I know it's, it's just crazy, crazy times. So I have, a, I got a, so I put up yesterday that I was interviewing you and I asked for a bunch mm -hmm. of questions or I asked for questions and I got a bunch. So I want to now okay. sort of awkwardly transition to, but I wanted to ask about all this very much more important stuff, but I do have some questions. So a lot of people were asking, um, well, first let me start with this. So what, what would you say are a couple of the biggest lessons you took away from your previous jobs, you know, with Rebecca Taylor, Tori Birch and everyone else? What, what lessons did you take into you starting your own brand? What, what would you say were the biggest ones? so many mm. lessons, um, so many lessons. And I, I would tell everybody to work for a small company, a big company, yeah. work for different companies before you start your own brand, because mm -hmm. I know that I'm good at design, but did I have experience merchandising, marketing, planning, right. uh, production, uh, what things should cost, um, how quickly factories should make things, how to deal with shipping, how to deal with accounting, mm -hmm. all of these kind of things that I really learned a lot. I mean, especially my time at Jake Rowe, I was there for over five years, Right. really working with all these teams and going with them to factories and working with the styling teams and realizing merchandising that you want to make this big, fabulous earring, but you should make a little stud and like a medium sized earring just to, just to, make it more of a group and make it for everybody and not just that specific person that wants that really big earring. Right. So I think that you just learn so much at these companies and specifically, I would say, um, another thing is working at some of these big companies. I realized that accessories were not the forefront mm. of thought or budget place. Right. And, uh, when I was doing Jory at Big Crow, I was like a little stepchild. Mm -hmm. I kind of got to do whatever I wanted because the focus wasn't necessarily on me. Where they had to beat last season's numbers was in their cashmere and their denim yes. and those departments. And I got to have more fun in Jory and they just kind of let me do what I wanted to do. And maybe that's part of the success of what happened there. Right. But um, I thought, you know what? I want to focus on accessories and I want to make them the best. Yeah. I want to do headbands. I want to do them the best. And um, what I see around me is people trying to do too many things mm -hmm. and spreading themselves thin. And I think you should get really good. Like I've been doing joy for a really long time and I know how to do it. And then I felt comfortable to 
spread out. And then after headbands, you know, now I started handbags and belts and um, hats and other kind of categories too. So it's it's to to kind of see where you can go once you've established your DNA. Right. I love that. I love that. And then is there something you wish you had known before you started your own company, your own brand, or like, you know, something you're like, oh God, I wish I knew that prior. <laughs> I wish I realized how much of my day would be spent um, as more of like CEO and making sure that everything's done right and the whole wheel is turning right. and how much less time you have to actually just sit and create. So you just have to make yourself balanced and you have to step aside because sometimes you might feel the urgency of marketing and sales and production. Mm -hmm. You have to get this and you have to do this. But design is just as, if not more important. And sometimes it doesn't feel as urgent to create and think of um, what you're going to make, but you just have to remove yourself and make sure you keep time to do that. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then I guess on the flip side, is there something you focused on more in the beginning, but you wish, not like you wish you didn't waste your time on it, but you were like, I didn't really need to spend as much time stressing about that. Is there anything you can recall that you were like, oh, I didn't need to really deal with that? Um, I'm just trying to think. I think that, I think that I'm glad that I was super conservative and um, being really, really thin in expanding too quickly. So I've always been able to be profitable and right. hiring people and expanding more when I need to expand mm-hmm. more. So that's one thing, not quite exactly what you're asking, but that's one thing where I'm really glad I didn't overexpand too quickly. Yeah. So I can, for instance, what's happening today, I can weather the storm of what's happening today because I'm not overextended. Right. And I really, everybody that I have hired is really essential. And I know a lot of people that are evaluating and they're like, you know, we we really had too many people. We don't need this many people. Let's get leaner. And I think that I'm so happy that I've been lean from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And so that um, I'd rather have less employees that are just, and they're all awesome and you need them all. Right. And, you know, than to have too many people and that you lose track of what you're doing exactly so I guess that's more of that's more of like a good thing that I did yeah but no that's great what you're saying no that's great (laughs) Uh no totally um this next question actually because I know the person uh personally it uh, it, she's starting she's going to be well now it's a little on hold but she's going to be launching a line Mm -hmm. of dresses and she asked what production advice or advice in general do you have for a new designer starting out so she's not doing accessories or jewelry but um Uh what production advice would you give so many people have ideas mm-hmm. and it's which is a wonderful thing to have but they're not anything unless you actually do them and so i i was so happy you know working for all these different companies of really learning what it what it takes to get something made mm-hmm. and not just like draw something okay here it is let's get it made and put money towards it you know it's working it's my advice would be to really spend the time to get a really good manufacturer because that person will grow with you Mm. and you you know I depend on them and they depend on me too and you know from the beginning I had luckily I had built a reputation being at jQuery being at Tory Birch that a lot of factories gave me a chance and let me go below minimums what my first couple seasons 
just before I ramped it up. And so my advice is if you're just starting out to establish relationships at companies where you've worked and um, otherwise, you know, there's everybody tries to be so helpful in communities and, and pass information along. And I have a lot of friends that are also in jewelry and accessories and we help each other out and we tell people to stay away from these people and do this, or this has worked for us. And even a lot of hires too, we talk to each other. So I think it's really important to have a community and lean on each other. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Um, what's so, okay. Before I have this last part of the, um, of all my podcasts, it's kind of a quick fire round where I ask you fun questions that have nothing to do with any of this. But before we get to that, what is next for the brand? Is there anything like sneak peeks you could give us or just things coming up or are some of those things on hold because of what's going on or. I have some really fun collaborations coming up that I can't really say just yet, but you know, some people say like, how can you make something for the every, you know, everyone and anyone can afford. Um, I've got some big things coming up awesome. for us, for us, for kids, for everything. So, oh. um, that's really exciting that's and just expanding categories. Like I want to do all accessories. So yes. we just launched, we just launched handbags. I have a whole big collection coming out for holidays mm-hmm. that will, um, really expand that category because I think there's just a lot of potential there. So there's a lot coming. So people need to stay tuned. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, Okay. So now some very fun sort of random questions. Um, First, who, if someone, if there was a movie made about your life, who would play you? Oh my gosh. That's a really good question. It's one of my all time favorite questions. (laughs) Who would, who would play me? Um, Do you have a doppelganger? Is that the word? Like we're, you know, we're somewhere. Yeah. You <laughs> yes. Oh, I think uh, when I was younger, I used to be called Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh. I remember being, being in a taxi cab in France and the driver was like, no, no, you look like, and I was like, Sarah Michelle Geller. And he's like, no, 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 Buffy. He's like, you look like Buffy. Oh, Either my that or um, what's her name? The daughter of the country singer. Daughter. Who's in all these, she's, she's in all these um, thriller movies with, Morgan Freeman. Wait, now I'm, wait, daughter? Judd. I want to say her last name's Judd. Oh, oh, Ashley Judd? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yes, 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 yes. Awesome. Okay, love it. If you could have drinks or a meal or whatever your coffee, anything with anyone, living or dead, who would it be? I first thought you were going to say, what do you want? I can like fish tacos. Oh, okay, um, fish tacos. So who would you have fish tacos with? (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, That's a good question, too. (laughs) I'll have to get back to you on that one. No, that's fine. If you think of something, okay. let me know. Yeah. Um, if there was an air, well, not an airplane right now because we are um, not, yeah. we're a mid pandemic, but if we were not and there was an airplane outside where you were right now, where would you have it take you anywhere in the world? I'm dreaming of that question like that to be happening right, right. now. Um, <laughs> I would probably love to go to a beach house in Mexico. Yes. Honestly, I would go anywhere right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yes. anywhere. But yeah, I would tell you, I really am loving South Carolina. It's a good Aww. reprieve from being in Manhattan. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, my God. I'm sure. That's amazing. What? Um. Okay. Let's say you were going to the beach house in Mexico. What three things, not people, not pets, what uh-huh. three things would you bring? Okay. So not my children. Those are no, I, they're already there. Um, let's assume. <laughs> or not. If you don't want them there, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Of course I do. Um, what would I bring? Three things that I'd bring. 
something to draw with mm-hmm. so I can create some things yeah. and have time to sit and think about things. And um, some music. I've actually recently, since I've been here, I've been making time for myself to go on a jog every single day. That's great. So um, I feel like drawing music and a pair of sunglasses. Yeah. And I'm good. Yeah, and you're good. You're set. Um, if you, what would your, well, maybe it's fish tacos. What would your last meal on yes. earth be? Either fish tacos or sushi. Ah, so okay. Awesome. One of those. Awesome. Who mm-hmm. is your celebrity crush? My celebrity crush. Hmm. Um, I kind of have a crush on Chrissy Teigen. I feel like she oh. looks like she's having so much fun and she just says what she wants. And yes. whatever comes out of her mouth is just adorable. Love. Her whole family. I want to be in the family. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, what, if you could describe your personal style in three words, what would those three words be? Maximal. Mm-hmm. Colorful. Mm-hmm. And happy. Oh, I love happy. I love that. Um Okay, and what, who, who, okay, who would you say, act or who or what brands, maybe it's people or brands, are your three favorite, currently, your three favorite Instagram accounts to follow right now? Well, I'll first say who I love, and then I'll say who I love for social, because it's totally different. Yeah. Um, I love Del Pozo, mm-hmm. and I love Prada. Mm-hmm. I love them just for their innovation and their color and their accessories and just and Rodarte, I love them. Yeah. Um, as far as Instagram, who do I think is just like putting out their wonderful messages mm-hmm. for anything? Mm. I know it's sure. hard when I'm not on my app. When I'm not on the app, I like actually can't even think of it. But I thought it would be a fun question. But if not, it's okay. It is a good question, but I, I'm trying to feel like who. Right now, and I'm having trouble relating to anything right now, yeah. I think, as we all are. Yeah. So it's difficult. So now I'm kind of in an escapism route of, like, who do I just love conceptually? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're getting a lot of messages happening, and I think everybody's trying to navigate right. what's happening now. And I'm not even sure I'm doing it the right way, but, right. you know, I, I'm getting a bunch of comments saying that they're looking forward to the happy hour every day. So Aww. if I've done that and made a few people happy, then that's as much as I can do. Right, exactly. No, that's, I love that you guys are doing that. I, I'm so, is this every week you're doing happy or just this week? No, we just started doing it this week and we did um, a pearl headband on Monday right. and then we did a, uh, some pearl hoops and yesterday we did some sunglasses oh. and then today we're doing a jeweled headband half off from five to seven and we are selling like hotcakes. I mean, like, yeah. And then is everyone like, is it happy hour? Like where people are drinking during it and like laughing? Is it like a live thing? You said it's live. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So we, we do it live and then I'll, and then I went on, um, and then I'll go on Instagram live at like five fifteen for like half an hour. That's so fun. With, oh, I love that. with my cocktail and people ask questions. I love, oh, that's it's, awesome. My, my daughter made an appearance yesterday oh. and she showed everybody her little, um, she made a little headband for Barbie. And oh, that was, how old's your daughter? That was, she is five. five and my oh, son's that's six, so seven. Cute. Yeah. That's so, uh-huh. cute. that's so cute. Um, okay. And final, well, almost finally, and then I have a final question. What motto or quote do you try to live by daily? Maybe especially these days with it being a little chaotic out there. What, what do you try to remind yourself of every day? Every day I like to just think, you know, as I said earlier, that 
when when you look good you feel good mm -hmm. and i think it's all about just do whatever it is you need to do to feel good right. and if that means just closing your eyes for a minute and distracting yourself from what's happening then do it yep and um you know if if you just want to rock a a t-shirt and gym shorts and like a crystal headband yeah. and you know it makes you feel like a little bit better in the day and if if we can add any sparkle to your life then that's great exactly oh i love that's amazing i love it okay and now finally although i'm sure the majority of the people listening know but where can everyone follow you and 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 go to the just all of your information well i've already told you how to say lily sadugi that's true that's and, just no, yeah. better know. <laughs> but now I know. And in case you don't know how to spell it, it's always L-E-L-E -E, and then Sadugi. You can figure it out because if you just look up Lily, you'll find it. Exactly. But um, we do we do so much on Instagram yeah. and in stories. You should check out Lily underscore Sadugi. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, L-E-L-E -E, and then S-A-D-O-U-G-H. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And then your website and then obviously these happy hours. This sounds pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know what, we've gotten a lot of requests um, to do it more often. So. Oh. Uh, maybe we'll try it again next Friday as well. Yes. I love, Oh, I love that. I love that. Well, this was so awesome. I feel like it was informative. It was inspirational. It was motivating. Thank you Great. so much for doing this during this craziness. Oh my God. You know what? This is actually, it's kind of a, a good time to sit back and kind of reflect and, yes. and think about and, and, uh, reset how you're doing your business and, and maybe innovate. Yeah in a way that you can. So no, I've been doing a lot. I've been doing a lot of that. It's, it's definitely, uh, in the top of my mind these days. So I'm happy to talk about it. No, it's great. And I mean, when else do you have the time where you literally can't leave the house to do this? So it's kind of, yeah, it, it's maybe for the best, but thank you so much. Okay. Lee. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. And there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this conversation that Lily and I had as much as I enjoyed the conversation itself. Uh, she's truly an incredible, incredible woman. And I'm so happy you were able to learn more about her on hashtag no filter. As always, you can follow me at by Julie Lauren and be sure to subscribe to hashtag no filter and rate it and review it. And I hope you're hanging in there. I'm thinking of all of you. Thanks so much for listening. And I'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. With overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.